I feel like something's shifted, not just the inside of me, but the outside of me. I feel physically different. You want me to call 911? No, I'm, I'm not short of breath. I'm almost full of breath, like I have too much breath. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't feel tired. I have plenty of energy. I feel kind of silly, like I, I, want, I want to laugh, but the feeling kind of scares me, so I don't. Uh, you're kind of freaking me out, and now's not a good time for me to get freaked out. Why is that? I can't tell you. I haven't told anyone. Although, some people are starting to suspect. Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1121, titled Good News for Almost Everyone. And we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm fantastic. And how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. It's like bittersweet, man. I know. It's weird. <laughs> I know. I know. We're almost done. <laughs> mm. I'm not going to get sappy till it's really over. Uh, recap or or whatever. Yeah, whenever. <laughs> That's when we'll cry. I'll decide when I'm going to get sad, hey. but it's not going to be today. <laughs> um, this episode is a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a little crazy, but I don't hate it. <laughs> okay, not to give my rating too soon. Two thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know, no promises, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like I wouldn't say it's all over the place. But it's certainly a weirdo. You think it's like loopy the way that Eric is? Like, yeah. Well, that's namely what I'm talking about. Yeah. Eric is decidedly insane in this episode. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Yeah. But listen, he's a man who, at least for himself, has been, he's given himself a new lease on life. Yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? Like, he has this dream that we just listened to mm-hmm. and wakes up with a start and scares Annie half to death. Oh, the, the best part is whenever he actually sits up in bed and it's as if Annie has been waiting for this fucker it's to wake true. up. It's true. She goes, Eric, it's true. <laughs> were you just waiting? She opens her eyes and she's like immediately wide yeah. awake. She's not even groggy or like out of it or anything. She, Eric <laughs> like sits up with him. But, but hey, listen, if you've been sleeping in bed with a guy with a clock on his heart for this mm. whole time, I guess maybe she's used to like being a light sleeper. You know, yeah, I mean? for sure. But it's just so Eric. <laughs> And he's all, don't wake anyone up. Don't say anything to anyone. I, yeah, I'm going to rush to the hospital. Yeah. And she's all like, what's wrong? And he's all, it's good news. <laughs> I think. Or whatever. Yeah, dude. Which, listen, I don't know what it's like to have a heart condition. I certainly don't know what it's like to have an enlarged heart. Yeah. Maybe he felt it shrink. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, his thing is the dream gave him the answer. Right. But Eric is not. He doesn't believe in dreams. He, he doesn't, doesn't even believe in omens. Like he's oh, yeah. not he's not the type type. He's not the type of guy who is going to wake up from a dream like that and be like, "I'm cured, y'all." Yeah, like, I guess it's only Annie and and Lucy that have that dream um yeah, intuition I like th- Well, and I think Lucy more than Annie even. Yeah. I don't really think Annie buys into that stuff so much. Mm. Well, I guess Annie buys into her gut. Like yeah. she knows her gut. Yeah. But I think it's like Lucy, if anyone who's going to like see a gym and be like, well, that's reality now. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah. Lucy does have that in her. I mean, we saw that with Grandma Jenny when she visited her. That's very true. So he rushes to the hospital. And then when we cut back from credits or whatever, Uh she's in the hospital. and And then Kevin comes in. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, the, you, she, he said, don't tell anyone, Annie. <laughs> and he also left you at home. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? So we learned that when he like just rushed out of the house like that, he was going to the doctor's office or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he just U-turned and went straight to the hospital, which that's a weird move, which is never really explained. Yeah. I don't know why he drove himself to the emergency. Right. Yeah. And then so she followed him and then followed him out to the hospital and he got all uppity with her, apparently. This is all from Annie's mouth, by the way. Yeah. 
So, and she's telling all this to Kevin. So she's like, he got all uppity with me, but now he's in there and now nobody's telling me anything and I don't know and I haven't talked to a doctor and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so Kevin's first thing is like, I well, I have to tell Lucy. And she's like, no, no you don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, well, she's going to know something's up because I told her I'm going out for milk. Like, she's going to know something's up. And, sh- and she's like, well, but I don't want to worry her right now because... You know, and he's like, listen, there's nothing to worry about. But then it gets really awkward between them. Real quick. I'm going to have to call Lucy. I told her I was running out for milk. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want her to get upset. She's going to be more upset if she thinks we're hiding something from her. And maybe it is something good. No, I'm just afraid that we shouldn't get her too excited. Are, are you two having another? No, we're trying, but not yet. Okay. I'm going to call her. Kevin, um, she's not pregnant? No. I'm doing my best, believe me. I believe you. Ew! Ew. <laughs> Kevin, that is your wife's mother, dude. Are you dumb? <laughs> I'm this, doing my best, believe me. Like, ew. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember that one time when Eric said, well, Annie and I are doing everything. Oh, God. I know. He, Kevin is the king of having awkward conversations about sex with Lucy yep. with his in-laws. Like, so weird. Like, you wouldn't be having this conversation with your mother. So can you do the exact same thing with this exactly. one? Exactly. Like, Lucy's not going over there talking to her own parents about how much sex they're having trying to make a baby. Yeah, like, she just, like, you know, has a slice of cake with her mom and they, like, you know, <laughs> che- you know cheers their forks up. That's true. They did yeah. do that. But it was cute because it was, like, unspoken exactly. and they totally understood each other and it was, like, cute. Yeah. This is just awkward as yeah. shit. Like... And, and especially because that's like a mother and daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can't talk to your own mom about your sex life, like, what can you do? You know? <laughs> but besides that, like, <sighs> I know. It, the whole thing is just like, sh- shudder. <laughs> um, but then it's immediately like quelled or whatever because in that same breath, Annie's like, oh, fuck the boys. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The horror on her face. Oh, so good. She loses it. And so she like quickly pulls out her cell phone and calls the house. Mind you, the boys are just like taking care of themselves. Doing homework. They're doing homework at the kitchen. They're just like, I like being alone. Uh It's nice. You know, whatever. And then the phone rings. And I think it's it's the little one, Sam. Right. Sam's like, Mom, I knew it wouldn't last. (laughs) (laughs) So David picks up the phone and Annie's like, you guys, you guys are okay and everything. And they're like, yeah, we're fine. We like being alone. Yeah. Which makes so much sense because if you think about it, in the seven years of their life or whatever, or however old they are now, they've probably literally never been alone. Yeah, it's true. There has probably always been somebody either with them or in the house or something for their entire lives. No. That's insane. Yeah, it's a little... Yeah, Well... That house has always been crowded. And plus, they bring in a lot of strays. But also, too, they're kids. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to realize, too, it's like, well, who's going to leave seven-year-olds alone? You know what I mean? Nobody. Like, or at least you'd hope so. Yeah. Like, I think the first time I was allowed to stay home alone, I was, like, maybe 12, you know? Yeah. Like, or maybe 10 or something like that, but whatever. But so, yeah. So, I get it. But the point is, is, like, in that chaotic house, I'm sure they welcome a nice respite of like solitude yeah you know even if it's five minutes you know i would yeah i would want that and mind you they're being so chill they're just doing homework like such good kids i know so they're hanging out and he's like listen you guys are gonna go over to lucy's you're gonna Mm -hmm. go straight into the backyard straight to lucy's don't talk to anyone don't look at anything just go straight there and hang out with her until you know somebody gets home or whatever and they're like do we have to she's like yes (laughs) we almost hang up on her That family's notorious for not saying bye. That's true. But he was like legit hanging up on her. Yeah. She's like, are you guys okay? He's like, we're fine. Bye. <laughs> we're done. It's amazing. So they're like, okay, fine. We'll go. Meanwhile, Kevin's calling Lucy. Uh-huh. And Lucy's doing that thing she does, which obviously stems from her like trauma of like always being left out of things. Yeah, always. They're not saying anything. No one's come out to talk to your mom. She's waiting and she called me to come and wait with her. When you went out to get the milk? Yeah. Wait, so she called you here and then you lied about going out to get the milk? Yeah. Wait, Kevin, both the statements cannot be true. Yeah. 
Kevin, why didn't she call me if it's good news? She's going to call you when she gets the good news officially from the doctors. And you know doctors, it's hard to squeeze good news out of them. Well, yeah, I'm coming down there. Doctors. Could be a while Seriously. to run us some tests. Well, why are they running tests if he thinks he's feeling so great? Why do they ever run tests? I don't know. That's what hospitals do. I'll wait here with your mom, and if they decide to keep your dad here, I'll call you, and you can come down here, and I'll come home and stay with Savannah. Why would they keep him there? And you know what? Don't put on that CSI voice with me, because it sounds like you're covering up information, officer. I swear, I'm telling you everything I know. He drove himself over here because he thinks he's going to get some good news. Well, when he does, I want to be down there with you and my mom and my dad. All right. But really, if you could just hold on a few minutes until I find out something. But I can't. Why is he so adamant that she stay home? Yeah, I don't know. Dude, if she wants to be there, let her be there. I just know that, but I can't. I know. <laughs> it's, it's funny. But it's like, listen, as much as I don't love Lucy's like need to be involved in everything, because yeah. it comes from this like compulsive place, I think, yeah. more than a compassionate place yes. most of the time. I like I, whatever <laughs> like if she wants to be at the hospital let her be at the hospital like why is he so like really you should just give me a few minutes yeah what do you care <laughs> like, it's not your father sorry <laughs> that but also like, like what difference does it make you yeah. know what i mean obviously we the audience know that she should stay because the twins are coming but he doesn't know that and she doesn't know that so who cares you know what i mean ah uh, and of course the twins walk into lucy's well, okay, that's the other bonkers thing. So they get there. The door's They unlocked? knock on the door. Yeah. Nobody, they like bang on the door. Nobody answers. They look through the little curtain thingy that's like pulled up from the bottom. Yeah. They see that no one's home. So they just walk in. Lucy left her back door unlocked. Yeah. With the dogs in the house and everything. I mean, thankfully her and her daughter are gone. So valuables and schmaluables, like the most important things are out of that house. Yeah. But like, are you dumb? <laughs> Uh, well, then again, I mean, it's the Camdens. They never leave their back. They always leave their back door unlocked. Yeah, but even the Camdens. And I'm sure it's like an issue with Lucy, too. Because <sighs> they live in a snow globe. They do live in They're a snow so globe. They're so weird. I swear, this town. I don't understand. You and I know it's normal to lock the back door. All doors. Windows. Everything. All doors and windows are always locked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, if I lived in Glen Oak, I probably would have left things unlocked, too. Everybody, welcome. Come on in. Yeah. But so... These kids come in, and yet again, they're alone. Yep. Except there's dogs there. And now, once again, they're just sitting there doing homework. They're, like, super chill. They clearly don't need supervision. No. Nope. Like, they're totally capable of, like, being safe and cool, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And so then they're just, like, sitting there, and they're like, I'm hungry. It's almost lunchtime. So they want to do, Sam wants to do pizza. Yeah. And David wants burgers. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, where do they keep their money? <laughs> where we keep our money. Yeah. So they find their little tin can or yep. coffee can or whatever. And they like dump it out on the table and they're like, oh my God, we can order everything. And it's like, what, 10 bucks maybe? Maybe. And change? Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, oh my God. So then they call the Dairy Shack. Thank you. I was going to say they call Margaret, but they don't call Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> but Margaret answers. And she's and he's like, we want burgers. And she's like, oh, we don't do deliveries till five. Yeah. And he's like, OK. And then what does he say? Oh, no. She's like, who is this? And he's yeah. like, it's David Camden. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? You know, and they're like, we're here because mom and dad are at the hospital. And then she's like, wait, what? And they're and, like, it's good news. And of course, she announces it to Jane and everybody at the Dairy Shack. She screams because that's what Margaret does. Yes. She's like, what? Oh, my God. And then everyone turns and looks at Margaret like she's a crazy person. Most she of all, really Jane. is. And so long story short, she's like, OK, you guys stay put. I'm going to bring you guys burgers. This is amazing. Everything's cool. Yep. And then she turns, and then Jane's like, well, okay, I'll just play it. Because mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. Because this is fucking weird, what happens here. Yeah. And I don't have a car. Mac took mine to class. Oh, yeah. The dead battery. Yeah. Someone probably didn't close the car door all the way when they were making out in the parking lot last night. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny how you can just kiss a guy and then kiss him again and again again and just forget that there's anything going on in the whole world except for his lips on your lips oh sorry i forgot you're guyless for once it's okay martin wasn't really my kind of guy yeah well i know what you're thinking 
threesome? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What? what does Margaret know that Jane is thinking? Yeah, and why don't you clue me in on this? What is she thinking? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know. Like they it never comes back around. It's never explained exactly what they were talking about. Yeah, I was like, wait, is she gonna try to like not get a divorce? Is she gonna try to get Martin? There's a million things yeah. that she could be thinking in this case. And I'm like, what is she thinking? It never comes back. No. <laughs> it was so mean. It's like so stupid. Yeah, like why would you say that line and not continue? So, meanwhile, Lucy's at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she's having that whole like rude encounter with the nurse. Yeah. Which, again, I don't quite understand the show's stance on Lucy because this behavior on her part is not okay. Yeah. She's yelling and screaming and being bratty and childish when she's a grown ass woman with a child on her hip. Yeah. And the nurse is like, you can't go in there. And she's like, but that's my dad. And she's like, I understand. But he's it's only one visitor at a time and your mom's in there right yeah. now and she's like well at least tell me what's happening and then, then then they're like and you can't have your kid here and she's like what the fuck man that's my dad and she's like making this whole scene yeah and the nurse is like listen you can go upstairs with your baby mm-hmm. and then when your dad's accepting visitors yeah. then you can come down here because that's them's the breaks okay and she's like, and then Kevin steps in because he's all, I got her. Like, he has to handle her. Yeah. She needs to be handled, you know, just a little gross thing. Good job, Brenda. <laughs> so he's like, I'll take her upstairs. You can stay here. So he takes um, Savannah and then she's just like standing in the hallway, like fuming, waiting for her turn to see her dad or for a doctor to come out and talk to her about her dad or something. Yeah. And did you notice the little old lady that passed by oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. turned around. Uh-huh. Did you recognize her? Yeah, she was uh, one of the angels, right? Yeah, it's Gertrude. Yeah. It's Eric's angel. Uh-huh. I totally didn't put it together, by the way, oh. until much later. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm talking hours later. Because um, I made a note. I was like, who's that old lady? <laughs> and then it, it never got resolved. And I was like, think, looking back on my notes, and I was like hold on a minute. And so I did some sleuthing with like the IMDb's and all that stuff. Okay. Actually, IMDb was useless. I actually had to go and rewatch that episode <gasps> so I could see her face. And then I did a freeze frame side by side. I was like, yeah, it's the same woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I know. I know. I was like, Oh, I didn't say Gertrude. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's that angel. That's all I yeah, said. See, I didn't, I didn't clock her at all. I, like at first I was like, who, like this is not insignificant clearly. Cause they're making it a point to like show her yeah. turn and look at Lucy. Yeah. Give this little smirk or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, so who is she? I was like expecting it to come back around and then it never did. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> That's when I started, my mind started reeling of like, well, there must be some symbolism, which also fuck you, Brenda Hampton. Like, do you really think that people are going to remember that woman from 12 episodes ago, dude? 12 episodes ago, she appeared in that Christmas episode. Like, are you fucking kidding? That's true. And if you, who has been binge watching this show, yes, couldn't even remember her. You. Thank you. Mm. Like, get it together, lady. That is fucked up. <laughs> She's fucked up so many times. Dude, Brenda Hampton, I'm telling you, if she ever listens to this. <laughs> she, she, well, Brenda, one- we love you. <laughs> Come on our show. <laughs> 11 seasons, episode 21. This is when we invite you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've invited her before. We have? I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't know. Probably not me. Listeners can fact check that. <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> um... So anyway, so Lucy's fuming in the thing. Am I okay? And then 15 minutes into the episode, we finally cut away from this hospital drama yeah. and we meet up with T-Bone and Ruthie in school. I literally had forgotten they existed. Like, cause so, cause for the whole beginning epi- half of this episode is just like the hospital drama. Yeah. Lucy and Kevin and Annie and Eric and blah, blah, blah. Mind you, I didn't even touch on this. Like, while, 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 while. <laughs> well, Kevin and Lucy and everybody are trying to like figure out like what's Eric doing or whatever. We keep hearing that apparently like, people think he's drunk or yeah. intoxicated or high or something. Yeah, because he's in there like you know running up a storm and singing and dancing mm-hmm. and acting like a crazy person. And Annie even is like. What is wrong with you? Like, did you mix up your pills? Did you eat some donuts last night? Like, what's going on? He's like, no, I just feel 
great. I feel like 10 feet tall and I feel like my heart shrunk or my body got bigger or something. And he's like, I just, I feel good. Like I feel like I have a new lease on life. Yeah. And so people obviously don't know how to take that because this is a man who's dying, you know? And so they're they're like, he must be drunk. And he's like, I'm not though. So cut to T-Bone and Ruthie. They're in the hallway and T-Bone is still like, not still, but T-Bone is making a plea Mm -hmm. to get her back. Let's go off campus and have lunch together and talk. Just you and me. Talk. Talk to me. Please talk to me. T-Bone, stop begging me to talk to you. I don't know what else to say to you, I swear. Say that you just got angry because I got a little nervous about promising to be with you the rest of our lives when we're only 17. Say you understand that. I don't. All right. Uh, Say that you were just using Martin and make me jealous. And while you're at it, say you still love me. Say that you should have thought about promising to be with me for the rest of our lives before you gave me a promise ring. I should have thought about promising to be with you the rest of our lives before I gave you a promise ring. Because, obviously, you wouldn't have given me the ring if you had thought about it. Ruthie, someday I might even give you an engagement ring followed by a wedding ring. But I'm just not ready to promise the things that those rings represent. Yet. I think T-Bone is being perfectly reasonable here. Yes, he is. He's essentially on hands and knees, not begging her, but like explaining to her, like he still loves her Mm -hmm. and his feelings haven't gone away just because he went back on the ring. Yeah. Which he bought on an impulse. Yeah. And was pretty much guilt trip into it in a way well he felt guilty guilty and so his guilt compelled him to buy that ring yeah impulsively i mean yeah. he didn't really think too hard about it when he bought it and the implications of it and everything exactly but it doesn't mean that he doesn't love her and he still loves her yeah but she's not ready to like let him off the hook yet yeah you know so then the conversation continues and we would have broken up sooner or later anyway. Why? Because you're still in love with Martin and have been the entire time I've known you? I'm not in love with Martin, but I just needed to see that for myself. And for your information, I haven't returned any of his phone calls this week. My guess is that's because you found out he was also seeing Jane. It's not like we were exclusive. We were just going out. Uh, come on. The guy is a total jerk. He doesn't know what he wants. And that's why Sandy lost all interest in him as a potential husband. And that's why Jane wants nothing to do with them. You weren't exclusive. That's why you deserve to be treated like that. Is that what you're telling yourself? Mm. Mm-hmm. He's 17. I know. He's like such a guru. <laughs> He's only 17. Listen, I think she needed to hear that. Yeah. I think she needed that reality check of like, it's okay to be mad at Martin yeah, for what he did mm-hmm. or how he treated you yeah, because he didn't treat you right. And, you know, you and he knows how you feel about him yeah, or have felt about him anyway. Exactly. And he was using you, essentially. And I think T-Bone like helped her see that. Makes me sad. It does make me sad. That that's where it went with T Bone. Uh, with T Bone. With, with Martin. Martin and Ruthie. Yeah. Mm. I know. I mean, honestly, I'm just sad that this is Martin now. Yeah. Like Martin was a genuinely good guy. Yeah. Like I didn't need T. Like, look, I like T Bone. Yeah. But he didn't need to be introduced. Correct. Do you get what I'm saying? Correct. He didn't need to be. Yeah. They could have just kept Martin as the would-be love interest for Ruthie. Could have been, but but I guess also what, like, is the show trying to tell me that people can change, even a good guy can change? I don't know what that means. No, I, I don't I, think I'm the not, show is nuanced enough yeah, for that. I, I was like, wait a minute, I don't think I should even look into it. No, um, I think I think the show literally was just like, let's, let's see. 
And let's not forget, too, that maybe there was a thing of, like, they might not have Tyler for the whole season. That's true. Because at this point, he was already on Heroes or something. Really? Already at that point? I think so. I'm not quite sure about the timeline. Okay. Um, But, yeah. So, I'm, I'm... Regardless of the why, yeah. he is the way he is, right? He is the way he is. It's just, you know, he didn't have to be such a tool towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it really was like, and it's not only sad for him as a character, like it's sad for all the people around him. Like, why did Ruthie have to go through that? Why did Sandy have to go why through that? Why did Jane have to go through exactly. that? Like, it's so like unnecessary for all of these characters to have to deal with this like stupid drama for no reason, Yeah, you know? Or it could have been just this whole him him trying to figure out what he is with Sandy and Aaron like is he and just going to internal struggle yeah like is this just going to be me co-parenting if he had feelings for her? okay they could have explored that for like truly like the first half of the season and not bring in the guys that she was exactly, dating exactly. cuz like it would have been fun it would have been juicy to get to the heart of things like that's all i'm saying the show is all surface it's yeah. like no substance whatsoever yeah it's like giving me all these like different people coming in and you're filtering them through yeah and they're not staying and then i don't care yeah, there's what no depth like yeah. they're they're not brenda never seemed interested this is rearing into recap territory but like it based on this season especially like it's making me realize that brenda has never been interested in like deep dives like yeah. it's never been about like deep character exploration and like psyche and mm. like mythos and all that stuff yeah. it's just all like this happened then this happened then this happened then this happened and then this happened and then that thing happened and then now we're here because you know what happens when you're watching that scene between martin and ruthie one you hate it two i feel like i was cheap i was it was cheap like i just felt like i was i didn't get the thing that i wanted well we're not there yet <laughs> but we'll get there <laughs> guys you know we're doing like you know we're talking about this episode but i mean okay fine we'll lead to it we'll get there so he so timo lays it all out for her like in those terms right about the martin of it all and then though then he kind of steps in it and i like that she doesn't let him off the hook either yeah. let me see in a couple weeks i'm taking off with my dad or at least the guy who says he's my dad and I want to know that when I come back, you'll be there for me. Or I don't think I can go. So this is about you and making you feel better. It's not about me or you and me. Lucy, come on. No, you come on, T-Bone. Yeah. What are you saying? You were saying such great stuff until you, you, until you got that soft let. Come on, shut up. Also, when did he decide he's going to go with his dad? Yeah, seriously. When did that decision happen? Well, I think it's because it's what Ruthie said in that last episode. I know to- she said it, but I thought it was just because she assumed that's what he was going to do because he she knew about the offer. I didn't know he was actually going to go. Oh, I thought I thought he was going to go because of her saying oh. like, oh, and now he's going to go on a trip with his dad. And well, was clearly, like- I guess that is what she meant. But it never occurred to me that like he had told her I'm going. Brenda wants you to keep up. Come on. <laughs> You gotta remember Gertrude. I know. Jeez, I'm like I'm the problem. Damn you, Brenda. <laughs> so, and then though, so all of this like drama between these two, yeah, literally just like that because Kevin stops by the school to uh-huh. pick Ruthie up to take her to the hospital so that she can be there when the good news breaks and catches her and T Bone making out in the corner in the and hallway, it's, and it's like, oh yeah, we made up. I'm like what you're like give me some of it you just told t-bone oh this is all about you because you're leaving and it's not even about me and then you're like yeah we made up it's fine what yeah like why what did i miss (laughs) like what what scene ended up on the cutting room floor that explains the gap between what we just saw and where we are right now Mm -hmm. i'm talking the next scene (laughs) it's so fucking weird (laughs) i'm talking about the next scene (laughs) it's so weird but so, okay, they're back on. That's cool. Yeah. Which makes it especially mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. When, mind you, okay, before we talk about Martin and Ruthie, I want to talk about Martin and Sandy. Mm. Because if we recall, in the last episode, after Sandy laid into Martin, yeah. telling him all about like who he is and why he is and how he is, telling him how she's getting married to Dr. Boy. Yeah. Um, 
then she comes home with Aaron and she's like, why did I do that? Or what have I done or whatever? Yeah. So you and I were like, did she sleep with him? No. What like, happened with what her? What happened? Her- yeah. Like, you know, what, what, what bad thing did she do? Nothing. Then she comes home and he's like, he was watching Aaron. And so she comes home from finals or whatever. And they're just talking as if nothing happened between them. Yeah. And all of a sudden she says, listen, I meant everything I said. I just probably shouldn't have said that much. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what's that much? And then she goes, have you talked to Ruthie? And he's like, no, I've been trying to call her. But I and then she's like, well, I'm going down there if you want to come. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, I will. I really need to talk to her. What the fuck are these two doing? (laughs) Like, it doesn't nothing is making sense. Like, there's Uh no it's like she's doing that thing where. She's tr- she's purposely being vague because she wants us to like put put the p- pieces together. Yeah, but it's like these pieces don't fit, Brenda. Yeah. Either that or the pieces are missing clearly because the puzzle is not a picture. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. None of this making is making any sense. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, we're supposed to figure it all out when Martin is talking to Ruthie. Yeah, you're all over the place. What are you trying to say to me? And whatever it is, you should start with an apology for not telling me that you were also dating Jane. I'm sorry. I am. I like Jane. She's really attractive, but not as attractive as you. I'm really physically attracted to you, and it feels incredibly awkward saying that. And also, I I can't talk to Jane the way I can talk to you. And I think if we could just start over, if we could agree to date each other and not date anyone else... And you could let me be more than a friend. I think we could be really good together. What? I keep trying to treat you like a friend or a sister. But you're older now, I'm older. And I don't see you that way. And we did kiss. Yeah, we did. And you (laughs) took that from me. (laughs) He's all, and we did kiss, so you owe me. Like, yeah. What? Okay, so you kissed. You kissed a lot of people, Martin. Yeah, seriously, you've been busy. Yeah. You've been busy. But, like, why did they take it away from me? <laughs> but I would have hated it because it's not even, it hasn't even been, like, led up to it. You know, if I was yeah. supposed to care about her and Martin. Yeah, there would have been. Yeah, there would have been, yeah. like, some cuteness along the way. I didn't I didn't even know that they were even. Li- okay, we knew that she, he was taking her to school. Which, why the fuck was he taking her to school? He doesn't live there. It's true. He doesn't live in Glen Oak, it's guys. It's true, but he was also sightseeing Jane. So, clearly, he was spending time in Glen Oak. Dude, <laughs> how do you live? Like, you have practice. I you know. have games. I swear to God. this the, What the, a hustle. Literal physics. <laughs> These people must live in a time of teleportation or something. Because the way they're just zipping north and south, yeah. okay, it's like just all over the place. Why can't you just follow through with your guidelines? Is all <laughs> I want. Like, d- like, come on, dude. For real, though. Like, it's so cuckoo bananas but like martin confesses that he likes her and you and i wanted it and then now you're like Bleh. i don't want it anymore but can you believe i'm saying that it, the, because it's bullshit here's the only part that i love about this entire scene and the only reason i love it is because for a split second it's a glimpse into like og martin is when he calls when he says that he's inc- incredibly attracted to her yeah and he goes and that's incredibly awkward to say yeah like, the way that he says that line mm-hmm. is like okay that's that's the martin i know and love like yeah. that that like said with a laugh or said mm-hmm. with a smile kind of cadence in exactly his voice, where it sounds like himself you know mm-hmm. not this like mopey Weirdo. like i have a sense of duty with sandy and my son i love my son i do anything for my son like okay bitch we get it <laughs> okay bitch we get it <laughs> but dude yeah i don't know it was the old Martin that we all liked. And oh, no. yeah, and I guess you, you do have a point. Like there's that little like glimpse into the old Martin when he's hanging out with Ruthie yeah. at that moment. It's the only, you're right. Yeah. Fucking it. And also the bummer too is like, and this is why I say, I think part of the reason why they introduced T-Bone as a love interest in the first place is because they knew they weren't going to have Tyler for the whole season mm. is because the one thing that we missed in all of this, the only thing they could have given us the audience just to satisfy any amount of shipping that we've been doing for Martin and yeah. Ruthie 
is when they fucking were dating and kissing in the backyard that we couldn't see. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me that they didn't show us that? That, that. <laughs> they took it away from me like fucking blue balls like, yeah when they said we kiss I'm like why would you not give uh, this to me I needed to see them fucking kiss at least once in my goddamn life maybe they really hated each other and they said no nah, we're not doing it you think the actors themselves couldn't do it uh, no I can't believe that either cause I mean it's you know I, know. I can't you want to kiss Hottie McCotson and McCotson, like she's fucking cute She's a she cutie. Cute, yeah. And I can't imagine her going, ugh, that guy. <laughs> I mean, listen, Jessica Beale and Barry Watson were going to make out in the first episode. So. <laughs> but God, I'm still going <laughs> to gag over that shit. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'll ne- never forget. Um, so this weird. show started with incest. Yeah, it did. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so That's why they lasted so long. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh. What well, Game of Thrones, bro? Like, like eight, nineteen, and counting shit. <laughs> so that's that. Okay. So meanwhile, uh-huh. Eric's like hopping and skipping through the fucking yeah, hospital. Yeah. He's got his own nurse in the wheelchair as he's like wheeling him out. Yeah, dude. Okay? Like doing that whole like Wizard of Oz like jig skip thing yeah. through the halls of the hospital. And everyone's looking at him like he a crazy fool. But he is. meanwhile, of course, because the snow globe has nothing better to do than oh to just sit God. in church and just wait for him. No one has jobs. No one has any other responsibilities. No, nothing. Everybody, including the nurses from the hospital, are sitting in that fucking church waiting yeah. to hear what's all happened I'm, with Eric. Okay, how much... <laughs> I seriously thought... Do you remember... Um, eric's birthday obviously and everybody showed up oh the 200th episode or yeah. whatever yeah i was waiting for that to happen in the church we were gonna see <laughs> all of his friends everybody like imagine wilson was there oh wait who's wilson oh wilson. <laughs> wait who's wilson? i was like wait because when when you said wilson i immediately thought of the home improvement neighbor <laughs> like that's oh. where my head went yeah that would have been a great addition <laughs> that would have been great yeah that's what we were missing um no but you're right like that it was a missed opportunity to do like a whole like who's who of the series yeah. you know i really thought that was gonna go down and i was like oh a bunch of yahoos that i don't this know a bunch of nobodies so because when because when sandy brings martin down right yeah. to the to, to glen oak he drops her off at the church Mm -hmm. because she needs to get some paper signed because she has no clue what's happening. Yeah. So she needs Lucy and Eric to sign some internship paperwork for her. Yeah. And then he's going to go talk to Ruthie. So when she walks into the church and she sees like literally hundreds, hundreds of people sitting there, she's like, what the fuck is happening? And Mm -hmm. they're like, haven't you heard? It's a miracle. And she's like, well, (laughs) like a princess. What's a miracle? (gasps) (laughs) so she's like well if we're all just gonna sit here like we might as well pray i guess and in that moment i remembered like it it clicked for me you know because there's been a lot of talk especially in the last couple of episodes with sandy and her whole like wanting to be a priest and all that going to seminary school and like there was that whole moment with eric where he's like so you still think you want to be a priest and she's like i don't know you know like yeah clearly there wasn't there's 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 trying to like show us this fabric of sandy that's like she's not like as convicted about it as like a lucy was for example Mm -hmm. and then it all clicked for me this is all new for her dude yeah she just came to the church like a year ago it's true remember yeah, yeah. season 10 dude yeah and like That's- at christmas of season 10 so like a year and a half ago so it's so of course these are all like she's still conscious he has to remind herself like oh yeah i guess we should pray <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like it's not like her go-to instinct no because it's still new to her exactly you know which in a way like i respect that as far as like a character trait or mm-hmm. whatever like it kind of like works you yeah know? it does yeah so she goes up to the pulpit and ready to like lead them in prayer she's like flipping through whatever pages were already yeah. standing there on the thingy on the podium and then she goes or we can sing <laughs> best it looks like reverend camden left a little note behind the words to a song that i think we all know 
You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. You make me happy when the skies are gray. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take our reverence away. The other night, we did your best. I hate this show. I love you. Like, you couldn't have made that joke any better. (laughs) It makes me so happy knowing that this guy, this random extra, or whatever. Don't take my reference. (laughs) And then also I remembered, because they cut to Sandy singing that one line of the song that's like, like in that higher yeah. pitch or whatever or key, mm-hmm. and it's and it occurred to me this is a hard song to sing, like because it's all over the place. Yeah. Like it goes really high for a second there, yeah. and when and when you hear her do it, and she obviously like Dear. brings it down, yeah. And I was just like, oh shit, like because it's a hard song. <laughs> like it's not it's not just like a rolls off your tongue nope. kind of me- ditty, you know. Well, that's why you just need to do the cover from Fresh Pits Beller. I don't know that he's like. Sunshine, <laughs> and he's dressed up like a sunflower. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and he's an element. It's a cute episode. <laughs> it's not um, this show. No. Um, no. So that all happens. Eric, we never quite hear from a doctor or somebody with any official capacity that no. he's in fact cured. He just like skips out of the hospital. Yeah, and everyone's like, okay, <laughs> and then he shows up at the church mm-hmm. and. Everybody like cheers for him, and everyone's like, you know, Haha. it's 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 like it's like your favorite band band just walked out on Seriously. stage. Everyone's like, Woo-hoo! whistling and like clapping and shit. And he's all he's all like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, he's just a reverend, guys. And he and it's almost funny because when he walks in, he's like, "Oh my god, you're all here! Like I can't believe it." And he's like, "I knew you guys would be hungry, so pizza's coming." <laughs> it's like bitch if you knew they were here how did you know pizza was coming <laughs> oh eric you silly goose uh, eric i will say though huh? his speech yes made me cry <laughs> oh you sucker i am a sucker listen i'm a sucker for a good moment okay <laughs> when the music starts to swell and things are being said that are like poignant and shit you know <laughs> You can't help it. Like, come on, are you telling me it didn't touch you at all? Touch your heart at all? I mean, it was cute, but like, fuck, it's Eric. I don't know about cute. But I I thought it was like, I thought it was just the right amount of saccharine and like sentimental, you Mm. know, like without being overtly like meta either. Because it would have been easy for Brenda to be all like, you know, as our time comes to an end and as we as we reflect on the last 10 or oh, 20 years, you know, like, like it, it would have been really easy for her to go like meadow with it. Yeah. And instead, it's actually pretty present. And like he's talking about, you know, when like people like he's he's like one in a billion, somebody that has an enlarged heart. He woke up with it and just like that, he woke up and it was fine again. Yeah. It almost never happens, but it happened to him. And now he has this new lease on life and almost this like responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, to make use of that. Like, yeah. And then he starts talking about like all his kids and how they've all left the nest and mm-hmm. how he had no control over that. And it's one of the million things in his life he doesn't have control over, you know, and Matt and Mary and Simon and Ruthie even for a time. And now Lucy, maybe because spoiler alert, she's pregnant, (laughs) y'all. But they don't know if they're going to go to Crossroads yet, but they're pretty sure they are, but they don't know. And um, and he's like, for the first time, I feel like maybe I need to go and see. Yeah. What this great white world is all about, you know, the world that my kids seem so enamored by. Yeah. Maybe it's my time to go and figure that out for myself, too. 
And that's pretty fucking cool, man. Like, it's true. And didn't we call it? Didn't we say that both he and Lucy would leave? Yeah. And then that would open the door for Sandy to like take the pulpit, essentially. Exactly. So, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't say he's going to leave, but he basically says he's going to leave. You know? Yeah. At least we know where his heart is. So, therefore, like, yeah. it's, it, it's coming to an end. He's, yeah. he's done. Yeah. He, I think he feels like he has this chance now to live, to, like, really yeah. see the world and experience the world in this new way and mm-hmm. with this new lens on life you know Mm -hmm. which obviously doesn't take away from like his spirituality and his religion and his faith and all that stuff but like i think his faith has now transformed its manifestation into rather than wanting to serve this community like he wants to serve himself and be a servant of god like yeah in the world you know what i mean which why not why not why not it's fucking awesome actually yeah so good for him and good for this show. <laughs> right. Oh, man. And so then that's it. And then, of course, he comes home after all that. Uh-huh. And Lucy and Kevin tell Eric and Annie that they're pregnant. Yeah. And that there might they might go to Crossroads, Crossroads. which she's Lucy, I think, because she's telling Kevin that like when she finally tells Kevin, she's like. I think this is the right move for us. Yeah. Like, I think I'm ready for it. And I think I want this for us, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I don't know. I think they're both pretty down about it. Seems like it. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. I think they deserve a chance to, like, get out there. You know what I mean? To leave the nest, leave the comfort of the snow globe. Yeah, especially Lucy. Absolutely, especially Lucy. Like, I want her to, like... I want her to fall on her face and I want it to be on her own merit. You know what I yeah. mean? And I want her to be able to pick herself back up again and know that she doesn't need a security blanket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I want for her. Cause when she went through the hardest thing she's ever gone through her miscarriage, she had her entire support system there. Yeah. And not to say that that's not good or anything like that at all. Obviously amazing that she has that and had that, but like, that was the hardest thing she'd ever gone through. And she mm-hmm. had a support system for that. Yeah. And anything after that, she know like we all know she can handle. Yeah. And so there's nothing in this world that this world is going to put up against her. No, no challenge that she can't meet exactly without her own, just like her own strength and grit and like fortitude. You yeah. Know? I hear you. I'm with you. Yeah. So that's really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for all my Camdoms. <laughs> all my Camdoms. Mind you, we didn't even really touch on it. So Martin and Ruthie, Martin confesses his love for her. And then she just walks away. She yeah. doesn't even give him an answer. Nope. Um, she just kind of like rolls her eyes and is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's a hanging thread. Um, Lucy and Kevin moving across roads, kind of a hanging thread. Yeah. Eric, what's going to happen with his future yeah. hanging thread. Um, and, I mean, we don't really know much else. I mean, there's no really, like, hanging threads for anyone else. T-Bone's going to go with his dad. dad. The, the replacements are just the replacements. Yeah. Plus Mac. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So... That's their scenario leading into this finale Hmm. next episode. And uh, whatever it is, we know it's going to be a wrap up. Yeah. Because they knew it was their last season. Mm -hmm. They they knew it was their last ever episode. There was no chance of renewal at this point. None of that was ever going to happen. So for sure, for sure, it's a wrap up. Yeah. No matter what happens. Finally. Finally. Finally, the finale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, what do you rate this puppy? Ooh, we. Um, I think I am going to give it two thumbs up because even though it's like stupid shit, you know, like the whole like the hilarity of Margaret yelling at the thing, and you know the little loose thread of like the whole Jane potential threesome thing. I don't know. <laughs> In my mind, I go straight to like lewd sexual acts. Well, what else is it going to go to? Right. <laughs> Because she's like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I was, like, I was like a thruple. What, what's happening? 
right? <laughs> what is this, Schitt's Creek? <laughs> <laughs> um, so things like that. But then all things being said, like, this is a good episode. Honestly, if this had been the finale, I would be okay. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I need more resolution. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, I think this serves as like a part one mm-hmm. to, to the to like the book of the finale. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because it feels like just they're setting up the dominoes and then they're gonna knock them down uh-huh. and then it's gonna end and we'll never see them again, kind of a thing. So yeah. So we'll see. What about you? It's so weird. Thumb up, thumb down for me. That's fair. Only it's just yeah, it's a weird episode. Man. It is a little manic. <laughs> it's a little manic, but not only that though. I think it's just like maybe because I'm still upset with what they what they've been doing to some of the characters, and I just can't help. I'm like, well, you're still fucking it up for me, so I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But yeah, thumb up, thumb down. I I enjoy the Ruthie stuff, but again, like, why didn't you show me them actually making up, not them making out? I know. Yeah, oh. that's true. Like little things like this were missing. Like yeah, the, like the little, the little like glue in between. You yeah, know, like, is like missing. I give me the glue, not the bullshit conversations <laughs> that Annie has with Kevin and Kevin has with Lucy. Like right. discussing right. why he's there. Right. You're right. You're right unnecessary to see Kevin telling Lucy to stay home when I could have seen Martin, I mean, T-Bone and Ruthie like make up or maybe Martin could have kissed Ruthie one last time to like, as like his plea to be like, be with me or something, something, give me some affection a little bit, not just talking. Yeah. Yeah. This show loves talking. If we haven't already noticed the bitches. (laughs) Alrighty, well, that's going to do it for us, folks. If you're listening to this, Mm. on the day it gets released, this is your last chance to send in those emails, people. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys. We're recording our series finale before the last episode drops. So if you're waiting for that last episode to send us an email, it'll be too late. Way too late. Way too late. (laughs) (laughs) So we can't wait to hear from you guys. And uh, we can't wait to do this next one. Mm -hmm. This last one. Oh, shit. (laughs) And uh, till next time. Bye. Bye.